Okay, so we are starting a new series tonight called What Lies Beneath, because we're talking in October, uh, but we're talking about conflict. And so we're going to talk about different areas of conflict you may have and what lies beneath that, get it? And so what lies beneath that? What is at the root of it? How to get past it? How to try to do better? How to deal with it? And so we're going to talk about things like con conflict with authority, conflict with uh, parents, with family, with friends, conflict even with God and yourself. So like all of these different areas of conflict. So we're going to start uh, with conflict with authority. And so this would be like teachers, principals, police officers, I suppose, uh, commanding officers, like different areas, girlfriends, different areas of authority uh, that, that you may have. So we're going to read from 1 Samuel chapter 24, verses 3 through 22. At the place where the road passes some sheepfolds, Saul went into the cave to relieve himself. That means poop. Uh, but as it happened, David and his men were hiding farther back in that very cave. Now's your opportunity, David's men whispered to him. Today the Lord is telling you, I will certainly put your enemy into your power to do with as you wish. So David crept forward and cut off a piece of the hem of Saul's robe. So basically what is happening, King Saul at the time was trying to kill David. Like his, the reason he was in this cave, the reason he was going around is that he was trying to find and kill David for no reason other than the fact David had done his job and lived out his faith. David killed Goliath. Uh, David was winning battles, David was doing everything he could, but people liked him more than Saul. And so Saul wanted to kill him because he was afraid he was going to lose the kingship to David. Um, and so he wanted to kill him. Again, he was evil. He didn't want to do the right thing. He wanted to kill David. And so David is on the run, but he had some supporters. He had some people with him. He had some uh, soldiers that liked him better and were following him. And so they just happened to be at the same cave. This wasn't in the days like today where you have like rest stops and restaurants and all these things. Like you had to go to caves to do your business. And so Saul went in, and it just happened to be a cave that David was sitting in, like hiding. And so immediately the men are like, hey, we can end this right now. Go kill him. And David feels kind of conflicted. So he goes up and he takes a cut of his robe. And you're like, well, what's he doing? Why didn't he kill him? Um, the men were saying, hey, do this, do this, do this. God is saying, hey, you can end this right now. You can kill him. But God's never going to tell you to do something against what God would tell you to do. Like he's never going to tell you to go and shadily do something like that. And so David knew that, but he still was like, this could end. Like I could save people's lives. I could really help things out. Saul deserves it because he's an awful person. Uh, he's going against God. He's leading the country wrong. All of these different things. Like there were a lot of justifications. So he had a conflict with authority that was not at all his fault. Like literally everything David did was the right thing at this point. Eventually David became authority and kind of turned away from that. But at this point, David was doing all of the right stuff, and yet the authority, the king, was against him. So sometimes in your life, it's going to feel like you're really trying your best. You're really doing your best. Uh, you're really working. And it's like the teacher only looks when you're the one talking, or the, 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 your parent only pays attention when you're the one that knocks off the vase, or uh, does something wrong. Like it's like, it feels like everybody is focused just on when you mess up. And so you deal with that. And sometimes it's really hard because sometimes authority can be kind of rude or crude or not listen to you or not care what you're saying. And so like a teacher, for example, could just really yell at you and kind of call you out and you didn't do anything wrong. But at the same time, they're your authority. Or sometimes you could get pulled over for not actually speeding. And it's just a, a whatever, like sometimes that happens rarely probably, but sometimes it happens. And you're like, I'm not doing anything wrong. And there's all these different areas. As you get older, you have bosses and other things, other things of authority, other people of authority. And it's like, I'm doing everything I can to live right. Like, I'm trying. And they're just wearing me down and coming at me and choosing me 
uh, to, to go against and just like really hating on me. And so in those cases, you're going to have people say, hey, take them down, like get rid of them, like yell at them, scream at them, make them feel bad. Uh, and so like David, he knew it was wrong, but also he knows like this is the king. And so as much as most people were on David's side, it's still like, hey, he went against the king, like he went against the office. He knew, did something he knew was wrong. And so it would have made him look so much worse. We're going to go to the next part. But then David's conscience began bothering him just from the cutting of the hem. Uh, because he had cut Saul's robe, he said to his men, the Lord forbid that I should do this to my Lord, the king. I shouldn't attack the Lord's anointed one for the Lord himself has choice, chosen him. So David restrained his men and did not let them kill Saul. After Saul had left the cave and gone on his way, David came out and shouted after him, my Lord, the king. And when Saul looked around, David bowed low before him. So David at this point looks kind of stupid because he's calling to the man who's trying to kill him. But we're going to get to that in a second. So far, David is doing, again, everything right. Uh, he had a chance to do the wrong thing and get out of trouble. He had a chance to throw somebody else under the bus. He had a chance to cheat and do better on a test so the teacher would like him. He had a chance to, to lie about something. He had a chance to steal something. He had a chance to do whatever. He had a chance to kill Saul and end it. He had a chance to go against authority and really take it down. But instead, he said, I'm going to do what's right because I have to do what's right. Because if you have to become what you're fighting against in order to beat it, then you've already lost. And that's kind of an important thing. It's kind of a thing. Uh, there are going to be times, there have been times throughout history that there are world wars or there are times where a dictator needs to pose and all of those things. But if you, like, let's say that, uh, let's say that somebody is going to depose, like, get rid of a dictator. And then they're like, okay, we're going to get rid of this dictator, King George, for example, in the Revolutionary War. And had George Washington been like, I'm going to take out King George, and then I'm going to become the king, and I'm going to make everybody, like, if George had just become King George, then he's not doing anything right. Like, he's changing who he is, and he's doing the wrong thing. And so dealing with authority can be tricky like that. And so David is trying to stand up for himself. He's trying to do what is right. And yet it's still such a tough thing because the king is the ultimate authority. So anything David does is by definition against the king. And so he's trying really hard. And like I said, sometimes you try really hard to not cause problems. Sometimes you try really hard to follow the rules. Sometimes you try really hard to be the best student or at least a semblance of the best student that you can be. Like you try really hard to, to just be there and do your best. And it seems like authority, the authority figures really pick on you. And that sucks because it's like they're doing the wrong thing. Why can't I call this out? Why can't I do something about it? Why can't I change this? Why, why, why? And it's really hard. And it would be awesome if I said, okay, this is how you change it. And then you take authority and then you show them the right way to, to work. That's kind of not how life works most of the time. And so we're going to see what David does here. Uh, then he shouted to Saul, why do you listen to the people who say I'm trying to harm you? The very day... Uh, this very day, you can see with your own eyes, it isn't true, for the Lord placed you at my mercy back there in the cave. Some of my men told me to kill you, but I spared you, for I said, I will never harm the king, he is the Lord's anointed one. Look, my father, at what I have had in my hand, it is a piece of the hem of your robe. I cut it off, but I didn't kill you. This proves that I am not trying to harm you and that I have not sinned against you, even though you have been hunting for me to kill you. Uh, to kill me. Uh, may the Lord judge between us. Perhaps the Lord will punish you for what you're trying to do to me, but I will never harm you. As that old proverb says, from evil people come evil deeds, so you can be sure I will never harm you. Who is the king of Israel trying to catch anyway? Uh, should he spend his time chasing one who is as worthless as a dead dog or a single flea? May the Lord therefore uh, judge which of us is right and punish the guilty one. He is my advocate and he will rescue me from your power. So basically what David did, did is he kind of 
throws out everything that is on his mind, but he does it in a calm, respectful way. Here is kind of the first step to dealing with authority, because like I said, sometimes you are not at fault, like whether it's with your parents or a teacher or a principal or whatever the authority is, sometimes you are not at fault, like you literally did nothing wrong and you're still getting yelled at. And so the temptation and the feeling is immediately to yell back and just to get angry back and to be mad back and to just make it worse and just really say, hey, I didn't do anything wrong, you're so stupid and just really insult them and really drag it down. Basically like watching a presidential debate, like it can get really, really uh, bad and so, what David does, though, is show how we should deal with this, even when authority is wrong. And that's the key, even when authority is wrong. Now, all of us here know that sometimes we're the ones that are wrong and we just don't want to face it. And that happens. And in those cases, we have to be honest with ourselves and say, hey, I screwed up. I'm sorry. And then most authority, not all, but most authority uh, will respect if you apologize and actually say you got something wrong. Now, it's unfair that sometimes people in authority do not do that. And so that sucks. But... The key here, again, is what David did. He was honest. He said, hey, this is how I feel, but he was very calm. He wasn't screaming at him. He wasn't saying, I could have killed you and I should have killed you. He was saying, hey, I had the chance and I did not do it because your authority is still over me and you still have that position and I'm not going to do that. I'm going to respect that. And he was being very calm and he was pleading his case. Most of the time, like I said, when we're, especially when we're treated unfairly, and I think especially by parents, but especially when we're treated unfairly, uh, that keeping calm and talking logically gets really, really hard. And so we just start screaming and saying all these things that are wrong. And then it becomes not just in the situation, but it's like literally everything that's ever happened wrong in your entire life, you're yelling it at them. Now, what that does, and you guys know this from getting yelled at yourselves, if, somebody, if you come at somebody yelling at them, that's going to put them on the defensive, and then they're going to immediately yell back, and then it just turns into a fight, and it turns into a screaming match, and all of these things. The best thing to do is like David did here, always make sure that you are doing your best to be in the right. That does not mean say, hey, I'm right and you're wrong. It means you're doing your best to be respectful. Even when the person does not deserve respect, you're doing your best to show kindness. Even when the person is not showing you kindness, you're doing your best to speak with calm logic where you're saying, hey, this is how I feel. And I'm sorry if I've screwed up anything, but this is how I see the situation and really lay it out. Now, I would love to say that every time you do that, the authority figure is immediately going to be like, wow, you are so mature, and I'm so happy that you said that. Sometimes that will happen, but a lot of the time, they're just going to scream back, and you have to then double down and really try, and it's hard, and it sucks, but what you're doing is you're learning because one day you are going to be the authority. You're going to be the teacher. You're going to be the parent. You're going to be the person over somebody else, the boss, whatever, and you're going to have the chance to remember that and say, hey, I remember when I was in that position, I felt so used and so unheard and so hurt by the way they treated me. How should I treat them? And then you learn from it, and hopefully that turns around. So the last thing that Saul said, and then we'll wrap this up, and I threw that pen. Um, when David had finished speaking, Saul called back, is that really you, my son David? Then he began to cry, and he said to David, you are a better man than I am, for you have repaid me good for evil. Uh, yes, you have been amazingly kind to me today for when the Lord put me in a better place, uh, to put me in a place where you could have killed me. You didn't do it. Who else would let his enemy get away when he had him in power? May the Lord reward you for the kindness you have shown me today. And now I realize that you are surely going to be king and that the kingdom of Israel will flourish under your rule. Now swear to me by the Lord that 
that when that happens, you will not kill my family and destroy my line of descendants. So David promised this to Saul with an oath. Then Saul went home, but David and his men uh, went back to their stronghold. So see, everything worked out perfectly because David was respectful. And Saul's like, hey, that's awesome. Uh, let's make a promise. And that's not how it worked, actually. Saul was lying. Or he might not have been lying in that situation. But Saul, after this, went home, got mad again, kept trying to kill David. And he kept trying to kill David. And he kept trying to kill David. David kept trying to do the right thing and kept trying to do the right thing. And eventually, there's a war and a revolution. And David wins because he was on the right side. And Saul dies and his family dies. And it sucks. All because he wouldn't admit. Now, it's hard when someone tells you what they think you want to hear, especially when it's an authority figure. When somebody tells you what they think you want to hear, but they don't actually mean it. Um, I had a conversation recently uh, with somebody, uh, somebody important to me who was asking about uh, Jeffrey Dahmer and about Jeffrey Dahmer uh, getting saved. Because if you watch the documentary, and I don't know that it's age appropriate, but anyway, if you know anything about Jeffrey Dahmer's situation, he was a serial killer. Uh, so he was not a very nice person. He did a lot of bad things in that he killed and ate people. That's bad. He also did a lot of other bad things, including assault and all these other things. Anyway, regardless, he went to jail for his crimes. He had a lot of victims. Like, people were families with families, and those families knew what he had done, and they knew that he was evil, and they knew he did all this stuff. Now, according to him and people that were around, he asked for forgiveness, and if you ask for forgiveness from God, you receive it. Uh, now, people have asked me, like, was he legit? I have no idea because I'm not in his head, thankfully, and I'm not in his heart. If he legitimately asked, like if he legitimately said, I have really sinned and I have done wrong, please forgive me, then he was forgiven. And that's hard for us to understand. Now, if he was just doing that for the show and if he was just doing that for people to know, like God knows your heart. And that's kind of my point here. And that's how I bring it back to King Saul. Um, if King Saul had meant this, and then still went on and did evil. Like, he still knew that he meant that. And it's still the evil would have, he would have had to pay for it and all these bad things, he still would have all that. But David doesn't know. David just has to accept what he's saying. So if somebody is telling you what they think you want to hear, that sucks, but that's on them. All you can do is respond to what is in front of you. And you can be cautious and be aware and, and be wary even and know like, hey, I need to watch my back. And David knew he had to watch his back around him. But it's not what the other person does, if it's wrong and if it's against the rules and if it's against you, if it's mean, if it's cruel, that's not on you. The only thing when dealing with authority that you are in control of is what you do, how you talk, how you listen, how you present yourself. And unfortunately, because the authority is the authority and they're in charge, you are the one that is most required to do your best. Uh, authority, because they're in the authority, for the most part, they got it. So like the king, for example, he doesn't have to do anything other than be the king, and whatever he says is what he says. But you have to respect the seat even if the person isn't worthy of respect. Not because of the person, but because of you. And because you're setting that example, but also because you're doing your best to just not be the problem. And sometimes when dealing with conflict, the best you can do is just doing your best to not be the problem. Um, you're never going to be able, and this will be a theme throughout the rest of these weeks, you're never going to be able to control other people's attitudes and other people's responses and how they deal with things. All you can ever control is what you do. And so you have to do your best to be the best version of yourself, to treat people with respect, to treat people with kindness. And there are going to be times where that gets really hard because people don't show it back to you. But I go to Jesus, even though he's not in the scripture I read tonight, uh, the Pharisees were the authority, all of the, like Pontius Pilate was the authority. All of these people treated Jesus like garbage, and they called him a liar, and they called him evil, and they called him all this stuff. They killed him. Throughout it all, 
he did nothing but show his best self. Like he was honest, but he also showed respect and kindness and gentleness and told the truth. And he just was who he was. So he understands what it's like. Uh, and so he's the one we remember. Like out of all of that, because he's our savior, because he died for us, because he did all of this. So your job in dealing with this, in the first week we talk about this, your job in dealing with this is understanding that conflict is not always your fault. But all you can do in those cases is treat it like you are doing your best. And you try to uh, dissolve the fuse. So one of the things one of my pastors back in the day said, everybody carries around a bucket of gasoline and a bucket of water. And so what that means is if you go up to somebody, and let's just for this week say authority, you have the chance to either throw, throw gasoline on the situation and make it way hotter and more, more violent and, and evil and awful and worse, or you can throw water on it, and it may not stop it, but it's you doing your best. So our, our job is to do our best and to control ourselves and to be calm and to be kind and do all of these things. And then when we get the chance to be authority, to learn from those lessons, and then show other people the respect that we were not shown. And again, have people in your life that you can talk to about it. Because if you're dealing with authority that is not fair over and over and over again, you have to have someone that you can talk to about it and say, hey, this really sucks and this is how I'm feeling and this hurts. So how do I handle it? And then listen to them, talk to them. But to the authority themselves, you're honest. It doesn't mean you say, hey, you're always right, sir or ma'am. It doesn't mean you say, hey, uh, everything you say goes. But it means you show them respect. And when you're honest, you do it calmly and with logic and with truth and with hope and with love and all of these things. Now, throughout the series, we're going to talk about different conflicts and other things, like I said, with yourself, with God, with family, uh, with friends, with all of these different areas. Now, each week, I'm going to try to say something different about helping and dealing with it. But it starts with that. It starts with you doing your best to not be part of the problem. And sometimes that's really hard. And here's the other thing. Sometimes you're going to screw that up and you're going to yell when you don't mean to because you had a bad day or you're going to do something wrong. You're going to add to it. In those cases, even if the other person does not apologize, you say, even though this situation, you know, sucks, I am sorry that I lost my temper. And that person may not apologize. And even if they don't, you're like, I'm sorry that I lost my temper. or I'm sorry that I said this. I'm sorry that I did that. And then move from there. And there are people that will say, hey, that makes you weak. It doesn't make you weak. Because by showing that you have respect, by showing that you're the bigger person, by showing that you learn from your mistakes, that's actually true strength. And so that's something everybody can do, and that's all I've got.